So we are in uh, in Denmark and uh, some of our friends are in uh, Amsterdam so today is our first um how can I say like um different places <laughs> uh, program how, how how can I say streaming program or something mm-hmm. yeah anyway but um today we're gonna talking about uh, coronavirus with uh, our friend in Amsterdam. So we're gonna start to um, uh, to know about you guys. Okay. Who are you guys from Amsterdam? And yeah, what my you? name is Dennis. I'm from Nigeria. I live now in Netherlands and I'm in Amsterdam. Mohammed from Guinea-Conakry uh, in Amsterdam, Netherlands. Yeah, my name is Baba. I'm from Ghana originally. And now I'm trying to live in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. My name is Savanna, and I am uh, helping here a group of undocumented migrants. And I'm from Amsterdam originally. Um, so, you guys, are you uh, uh, are you uh, from? Uh, are you working in some organization, or what? What are you doing, guys? Uh, yeah, so uh, we are part of a project called Amsterdam City Rights, and uh, Amsterdam City Rights is a team of documented and undocumented migrants in the city, and we are fighting for human rights in the city, and we try to um, make sure that everyone can uh, get a place to sleep, eat, and be healthy. So, and yeah, my name is Nana, and I'm also going to be the co-host today together with Bali. So I wanted to ask you, uh, from being in Amsterdam and through your group, what do you, what are you experienced, what have been your experience like this time during the coronavirus um, crisis and, and what is the current situation in Amsterdam? Yeah, first I can say something. Uh... Um, about uh, the situation in Amsterdam. We don't have a complete lockdown, so everyone is still allowed to be on the streets, uh, but um, uh, they say that if you don't have to go outside, please stay inside. Um, uh, and this, but for the homeless people, for all the people who don't have a roof above their heads, they put everyone out in the morning. So there's only night shelter for a big group of undocumented migrants. Some over 100 people are being pushed on the street every morning and then in the evening they are allowed to go inside the shelter again. So for most of the day, uh, they are out on the street and they cannot go, there is no places for them to find shelter. Yes, and and if I can add some things also. Uh, Mm -hmm. For the past one week now, we have been having our breakfast on the street and that's where we eat. And most of us doesn't water or something to clean our hands after the breakfast. We we don't have any place to hang out also. So we have to sometimes use our own shed, find some paper on the floor and then use it to clean our hands. So and most of us doesn't have money. They don't give us money when they force us on the street, you know. Most of the shops are closed and um, uh, most of the 
the places where undocumented migrants can hang out normally during the day, they are closed. So also the public libraries, the public spaces, um, they are all closed off. So that means that if you're pushed out on the street, street at nine o'clock, there is nowhere to hide or to go to the toilet or to wash your hands. Um, so this is a very, um, yeah, yes, very yes. strange situation. And that's why we opened up a, a shelter place for during the day. And we do this with a, a group of volunteers. Um, so that there's at least for, at, at this moment, 35 more people, a place to be during the day. So this is the place where we are now. Um, uh, but um, of course, 35 is not enough. So there's more over 100 people who don't have any place to go. Yeah. Um, but, 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 um, yeah. yeah, and most of us also, we can wash, you know? Most of us oh. are wearing one socks uh, for like two, two weeks now. We don't have any place to wash our clothes. We are just smelling, you know? And when you get close to people on the streets, they don't even want to stand with you because we're really smelling so badly and uh, we, we want to wash our clothes. And they said the, the virus can stay in your sheds more than three to four days. So this mm. makes some of us uh, a headache, mm. you know, because we don't have any place to wash, any place to even change our socks, you know? Most mm. of us, we're having a, a small disease called a 20, if you know about it, from the feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have a lot of people, the Red Cross is already um, helping with those kind of diseases. So we want to, uh, if you guys can help us get some socks and how to wash, <laughs> some better soaps and cleaning stuff, you know? Some of our problems. Uh, the life of an immigrant, especially if you are undocumented and living in the street, is very difficult. Mm -hmm. And backed up with this current pandemic, uh, things are getting worse. Uh, there's a line that we've not yet crossed that have been dirty to that extent. We're trying and with the help of this organization and volunteers, they're really trying their best. But yes, still, if things worsen, if uh, they call for a total lockdown, like in Italy or Spain or France, we don't know what we're gonna do. And uh, we look up to uh, to them and at a certain point they they themselves they will want to protect themselves and we don't know what to do it's pretty hard and uh, this is a situation where you don't want to find yourself in and i know some people might share the experience yeah and uh, also uh, when we these 35 people who are lucky to have this place to to hide for this time we don't know about the other guys where they go where they sleep or who they talk with, how they contact this virus, and they bring it back to where we all sleep. You know, mm. we use the same doors, we use the same toilet, we use the same uh, room to take our bath. It's very, 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 very easy for us to contact this, uh, this disease if it is not well controlled for us. And now our mm. options are limited. We don't have any options. When we want to try to explain to people, they want us to say, if you cannot leave here, you either go out or you stay here. So we really don't know what to do. We really don't know how these things can be improved for us. And uh, mm. we are happy that uh, we can discuss about it with you guys. Mm. But, um, but if there yeah. will be a complete lockdown, if there will be a complete, I am not allowed to go on the street anymore and to, to make sure that everyone has food and uh, a place to, to be. So that, that is our biggest concern that, that also the volunteers uh, that are in the city that 
yeah, we cannot help anymore. Um, so this is our biggest uh, fear, actually, for this moment. But uh, I mean, but maybe I will uh, ask one question to Denise in the sense that um, uh, what is the facility? Um, I mean, in the place you live, like what what is the facility to prevent getting sick? How do you guys do you manage? Yeah, as I said, it's uh, for me. I can manage to wash my own hands. But for the other guys, there are a lot of guys who don't really care about it. They don't believe this virus can even reach to them. Their oh. ideas and their understanding about this disease is so different from what we understand about it. Some say they cannot contact it because maybe because they, they believe in God or they believe something, so they cannot contact this disease. So okay. really, they don't, uh, they don't care. Oh. So it's difficult for me to prevent it. I, like, I don't have much option of preventing myself from contacting this disease. Mm. And also, and also, the problem is we have only two toilets in with almost sixty people, you know. Okay. And if you get up around that eight a.m., they are waking us up. You can see that almost thirty people waiting for two toilets. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. And people just open the door, close. You go inside. Someone finishing using the toilet. You know. Sometimes you go there with no toilet rolls. We have to go back and walk to the staff and tell them we want toilet rolls, we want soaps. You know. So I think it's. Where we are, it's not. Some people are trying as much as possible to uh, make sure the disease doesn't spread. But the facilities, I don't think it's helping us uh, prevent the disease. I think if there is going to be an outbreak with one person, I think all of us is going to get. Because in the morning, you have to wait 20, 15 minutes before you get to the toilet. And by the time you go in there, it's about 40 people have already been used. No toilet roll. Sometimes you just... Find out that there is no soap to wash your hands after the toilet. And we have to sometimes drink from the tap, you know? Mm. We don't get much water there. We have to just go and drink from the tap. So I think we spend much of our time in the toilet area, you know? And they don't mm. have much stuff for us to... Even if you wash your hands, they don't have nothing for you to use to dry your hands. So after washing mm. your hands, you still go and open the door to get out from the bathroom. So I think from mm. that... We are doing something zero, you know, and most of us are trying as much as possible not to even sleep close to each other. We are obeying the 1.5 meter rules. But I think inside the facilities, um, it's not because even taking the coffee, you know, 40 people open one tub for one coffee, you know, mm. And mm. if you are not able to wash your hands, I think we are dying a little bit. Uh, to add up to what my colleagues and friends and brothers and family, if I can say, just said, the where we sleep, the sport hall, they are really trying, but I think the measures are not enough. Like mm. uh, the normal rules that were pre that were set out to keep one and uh, one and a half meter, they're really insisting, emphasizing on that. But you cannot contract. I don't think you can contract that. Uh, where by that way, but the other ways that are being ignored for the door handles, the coffee, and uh, too much of people, I think that's really uh, what should be taken into account. And the worst is uh, most of us here, we don't have insurance uh, mm. or something like that, which means if we are to get sick, and to be honest enough, even if you get sick, you don't want to highlight it people i'm sure people are doing that you don't want to cough so as people not to suspect you 
it's just sad and uh, it is not a wish to find ourselves in this situation. Mm. I just uh, hope at least our message could be heard and that the Dutch government, you know, really try to help us out. This is not where you from or why did you come? This is a matter of necessity. You know, most of the people from the streets, some of them are sick, you know, some of them are coughing oh. already, you know, so they are also adding people, mixing us, you know, some people are coughing already and they are mixing them with us, you know, that mm. makes some of us, we fear so much that we don't know where this guy is going, as my friends say, we don't know where this guy have hung out the whole day, you know, mm. but most of us, we are hanging out in one place, we try to make groups, you know. So we know how to trace ourselves. But some people, we cannot even trace them. We don't even know where they go. But it comes, they are coughing, and they are missing those kind of people with us. So we don't know mm. if the measures we are taking to prevent ourselves from the virus, mm. we don't know what other people are doing. Mm. And if somebody comes in and cough, sometimes we complain like, this guy doesn't hang out with us, but he goes to do his things. He's coughing, but he's coming and sleep with us. And they tell us we have no option. Either we stay or we go out. That is also mm. something we, are, we, we worry about also. And in the cold, going out is never an option. You might want to just like, okay, let it just get me, but let me get the warmth of the night today. So we're basically screwed right now. Mm. Yeah. I just wanted to ask just to, to follow up, like the, because you mentioned about the ability to healthcare uh like how is it with like in Amsterdam and Netherlands for people who are undocumented what is the access to healthcare so there in is this situation also yeah there is um uh, of course healthcare if you uh, have a severe illness so then the doctors are uh, they need they, they are I see this like they need to help you uh, so um and there is a lot of organizations in Amsterdam like for example doctors of the world who um, try to help you with your access to normal healthcare. Um, but of course it's limited uh, because nobody has an insurance. So you are always, uh, um, yeah, you need to find uh, doctors who are willing to help you. Um, but there is a lot of organizations who help undocumented migrants find doctors who are willing to help. Um, mm -hmm. So I think, um, and it's not that bad. I mean, there is a lot of a lot of good uh, facilities for undocumented migrants. Um, and uh, at this moment, there is also from the city, there is a place like a, like a former hotel where if you have Corona or you have a lot of um, uh, symptoms. symptoms, you, you can uh, get a one person room and then you can stay there till the symptoms are over. Um, even if you're a homeless person. So, so this, this is also for undocumented migrants. So I think they try really hard to help, but preventing the virus from uh, spreading into the, uh, the, the shelters is uh, at the moment. There are so many people packed in, in big holes, in big places, um, that it's uh, very... The, the virus can easily spread there. But if you get sick, there is, there is of course, access to healthcare. But, but preventing uh, is very difficult. But, uh, I mean, like, um, in this place, they don't ask any, how can I say, like, ID, because in some 
in some points, I mean, if you are, how can I say, like, uh, kind of like uh, underground migrant, then it's, it is so a little bit, uh, how can I say, like a whiskey, if you if you're feeling some uh, symptom. So I don't know, like, um, there is some things about that, there is some help. Um. I think in uh, there is a f there is, the hospitals will not uh, stop you from going to the stop you from going to the hospital. Also, if you're undocumented, if you need healthcare in the Netherlands, the hospital cannot uh, stop you from getting healthcare. So that's I think positive, but it always helps when a person with documents is going with you and tries to. Um, Help to convince the doctor, yeah. Okay. okay. But there, there is a little bit problem, you know. Um, most of us have been to the, um, we have this hospital called Crypost. Crypost. Yeah, Crypost. But sometimes when they give you the prediction of the medicine, um, you go to some um, um, pharmacies and, you know, most of us are undocumented. We cannot work. We don't have any money. And then sometimes oh. we can't buy the medicine, you know. They say we have to pay. Sometimes um, I have me myself personally take money from a, a guy called Pablo. He's also mm. part of one organization to be able to get my medicine because um, what the doctor write for me, they said I have to pay. You know, and um, there are some issues. Sometimes the doctors doesn't write uh, on the um, on the paper to get the free medication. You know, and we don't know if they give me a medication or petition. I don't know if it's written. I don't even see the handwriting of the doctor. So. You just get there and then you find out that, oh yeah, you have to pay and you don't have no money. You know, sometimes it's, it's really um, like, um, I don't know, it's disgrace or you feel bad, you know, that you are sick and you can't even have money to pay for your own medication mm. and they mm. can't do nothing. And then you have a um, prescription that shows that, yeah, you need this, but you don't have. Some people sleep two days, three days before they get their medication. So if you guys can do something about that too, that would be... Um, I think great. Yeah, I think uh, our major fear right now is the coronavirus. Yeah. And uh, it's the biggest fear to, to come to watch on the internet to see how many people have been contacted, how many people are dying. I really think we are not invincible. So our measure of preventing the coronavirus for us is my own top priority. How we can yeah. try to stop and control this coronavirus from reaching me and reaching someone else or from reaching someone else and reaching to me. That is why I want mm. if the facilities in the places where we are sleeping or if there could be something that can be done where we can have somewhere we can stay just to prevent the coronavirus, at least maybe not for so long, but for this time that is really, really spreading. Yeah, 24-hour shelter. Yes. Mm. So maybe I want to ask, um, it's also a little bit in line with what you already talk about now, but what would be your, your, your demands or kind of call for changes that you're, yeah, changes you're calling for during this time uh, of the virus? Okay. Uh, yeah, you want to say something? Yeah, um, we, we already, um, I was trying to make some points down before this mm -hmm. meeting. Yeah, I think we already, we, we need some socks, extra socks. And then, um, yes, all boots so that we can be changing regularly. Mm -hmm. The places to wash our clothes regularly. 
you know. And then at least we need some money to buy some things on the street if they are going to push us on the street. To add up, please, these are basic needs that are necessary. But our ultimate need and the ultimate need of any human is, first of all, to get a shelter, a place where you could call a home. Mm. And uh, at this uh, special moment, at this very moment, that is what we ultimately need. Because when you have a place, when you know that you have a place where you can go to at any time, take a rest, uh, uh, isolate yourself, put things back together, then you can have the strength to, you know, st uh, start up and fight for other basic needs. But the ultimate need right now is for us to get a shelter. And that mm. is really important. And this is a cry for help to anyone who can really help us get through this difficult moment. Yeah. But we, we already have the night shelter, as you say, but the day shelter, I think they have to also uh, work hard on it. So, yeah, that's it, basically. Yeah, I am really afraid that the government is going to stop us from helping. So that's uh, my demand will be that they will allow us that, to stay close to the group uh, that is on the street. Because also at the moment, uh, we do something actually that is not allowed. We open up a space and there's more than 25 people in one big room. Mm. Uh, and, and actually the government says, uh, because of Corona, you're not allowed to host more than three people in, inside a space. So I'm really mm -hmm. afraid that, that, that we will be stopped from helping. Um, and, and my demand would be that they would allow us to, to stay close to the group or, or uh, take over uh, the 24-hour shelter. So make sure that there is a place where people can get water and toilets and food during the day. You should really, I mean, thanks those brave <laughs> ladies and, you know, and gentlemen that are out there risking their lives because you can see to make sure that at least we have lunch and we have a place that is warm enough this is the right opportunity on behalf of all immigrants i just want to say thanks to anyone that will see this thanks to anyone that is really fighting hard to make sure that things get in the right ways for us mm -hmm. yeah i think they are the heroes who are not being spoken about yeah because basically nobody wants to talk with the immigrants. Seeing the immigrants on the street, they already feel this person already has corona. Yeah, that's because you're an immigrant, you are homeless, you look rough. They already assume you already have this disease, so nobody wants to stay close to you. But these ladies are coming out every day. They try to make us feel welcome, make us feel like we can manage through the corona crisis. Even if nobody cares, they try to feel they care. So it will be very bad to hear that the government is planning to shut it down. If it is being shut down, then I think the government is trying to say, we don't care if you have corona or not. That is what it is going to be for me. And, and the problem is um, if they cancel it, most of us are gonna pee on the street and gonna to go to the toilet on the street because most things are closed. Mm. If you are biking in the middle of a place and then you want to pee, Oh my God, the police is also watching so closely and um, it's, a, it's a crime to pee on the street in Amsterdam. So I think most of us are under pressure. You can't pee, you mm. can't go to the toilet. That is one of the big problems, I think, uh, that's going to worry us because 
I can't imagine 60 people trying to pee at a place or trying to go to a place. It's going to be, and everything is closed. Everything. Even the toilet in the metro stations, everything is closed after later. Hmm. But uh, maybe I'm going to ask you the last question. Mm -hmm. that, um, how uh, do you guys keep organizing in a safe way also this current of uh, lockdown? Yeah, so at least we have set up some networks of uh, in WhatsApp groups where we uh, make sure that we can, uh, that all the undocumented migrants in Amsterdam can find us and uh, send mm. messages. Yeah, so um, like me and my colleague Annette, we, we, we went to the, uh, uh, to the shelter when they pushed out at nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, we, we just bike there and we just go there. And we ask from a lot of people like their uh, phone number and we make big WhatsApp groups so people can find us through WhatsApp if they have uh, a special need. So for example, if they need money to go to the toilet, if they need, um, if they need uh, food, if they cannot find a shelter, if they need addresses, things like this. So we try to connect a lot of times through uh, the phone and through social mm -hmm. media and through WhatsApp. Um, but I am really afraid that if we are not allowed to go on the streets anymore, it will be harder and harder for us to um yeah to uh yeah. to find to give the help that people need and what we also do is we have a lot of contact with authorities and with big ngos so for example the red cross and uh, the municipality of amsterdam and every uh, signal that we get we try to push it to to the to the government and hope that they want to help out in organizing mm. more help and more uh, more facilities. Uh, and in addition to that, uh, Savannah and her colleagues came up with an idea of us avoiding all contact with other people that are external to this particular group because all the all of the uh, the immigrants were divided into groups wherein we don't have to meet anyone from the other group at all costs, mm. so as not to bring something in or to take something out, but. It only works here because when we go back to the uh, shelter, everything is like, you know, people don't respect the rules any longer and they just come closed. Plus all the problems that we've been previously explaining. So mm. they're trying here, but the whole, I mean, the point of the, 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 the danger zone actually is where we sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think we have any further questions. So it's more if you have some final comments or something you want to uh, yeah, say I want, I um, want that we didn't ask about. I think it, um, it's good to understand that at this moment, um, the whole asylum system in the Netherlands is, uh, is on a hold. So um, if our new refugees are coming, their new asylum procedure is not being started. And they are put mm. in tents. Uh, they are put in tents at this moment, um, and they have to wait till the corona is over, uh, or like at least till the Dutch immigration system is going to start working again. Uh, and I think this is a very, very difficult thing because, like um, in the Netherlands at this moment, there is 
thousands and thousands of refugees who are not being interviewed the whole the whole asylum procedure is down like so we get months and months of months of delays and people are being in all kinds of camps and being um yeah being not being helped at all for months and months and months so i'm very very worried not only about people here on the street but also about that people have to wait for a long time to get their interviews and their and to be in the mm. system um, and i think a lot of people need help and, and need to be listened to and at this moment this is not being done and um, so this is a big concern that we also have like not only in amsterdam but in the whole country there is people who don't get access to to the asylum procedure and mm. also not to any help and Denise, Baba, and Mohammed, do you have a final thing you want to say? Yeah. Uh, what I want to say, this is a message to every immigrant out there. Uh, when the term immigrant is uh, uh, called upon, it means something very big. So I want everybody to remember that this is something that is really difficult, and I pray someday we'll, we'll be able to tell our children about this. Yeah, for me, I want to make a plea if there are spaces that can be used, it needs to be used right now because the corona is really everywhere. Everyone is really, for me, myself, I'm very scared because I am on the streets every day. So if there's a place a place where that, that, that can be used to keep people at least for the main time to prevent the spread of corona, please, this is the time it needs to be used. Yes, and... Um, right, thanks. The security guides uh, in where we are sleeping also, uh, I don't know if they have um, a really fast but They don't react to some of us so really well. Uh, yesterday I saw a guy being kicked out based on um, he made some uh, argument a little bit and um, the only way they can um, solve the issue is he has to sleep outside. And for my opinion, that is not how you can, yes, you can, it's cold. That's not how you can solve um, somebody who is stressed. Most of us are stressed already. Most of us has problems already. And if they don't even take care, some of us will develop into mental sickness, mental illness. So if you are dealing with this kind of people, if you are dealing with us, I think they should have a little bit patient. Because most of us were worried yesterday because of the guy have to say they don't have, a, they didn't give him steel on his food. And um, based on this argument, he has to sleep outside. Mm. I don't know how we can also how long he's going to sleep outside also. And it's, it's not something um, really good. So if they can have a little bit patient with us. You can, the guards are too angry and that is pretty bad. Yeah. Hmm. They, you can't even ask for your, even if you want to ask for water and you say it in a wrong way, you have to sleep outside that night. So that makes them so fearful that we can't even talk to them, complain to them about something that's going on. So hmm. I, I mean, I think this is the, good platform for us to speak because we can say that in there. So thank to Sabrina that he, uh, she invited us to join this conversation so that we can say what is going on. And thank you too, guys, yeah. for, for letting us join the conversation. Yes. That hey, is the best thing you can have right now is someone to listen to you and it was wonderful. Shout out to you all. Yeah, thanks very much thanks. over to you thanks for so joining the talk. Thanks so much. There's a place in your heart, and I know that it is love. And this place is much brighter than tomorrow.
Radio 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 Radio